Hi guys, hi guys, good morning, good morning, welcome to the podcast by Eat Your Math, this is um, the five of the 12 days countdown series into the new year and as always I'm super excited to have your audience, God bless you. taking care of me okay guys so let's pray father we thank you for today the five of the 12 days countdown series we pray that as we learn at your feet yet again today that you open your eyes to teach us yourself and that the topic for today we will not just understand it but we'll practice it as well in jesus name we have prayed amen okay so today's topic is building godly seeds um it's actually the king's seed um building godly generation hmm so like um today one thing that um is one thing one thing i started with saying one thing but there's just one message of um um this um um topic that is training or like building a generation that fears the lord that walks uprightly in god so like it's important we know why we're doing this it's important to know the process and the end result yeah so it's important to know why you know is it just you know why do we have to why do we we're already like why do we have to like pass you know pass the baton on to the next generation you know why do we have to build is there is there a need to build a godly generation is there a need to build a godly is there a need to train you know train you know a next you know a next generation is there need number two how if there is need you know if there is a need at all you know how do we go about doing it what's the process like you know, is there is there is there is there a manual? Is there like you know a, a book that we can learn things from? You know on how to do this. What are the you know procedures? Hallelujah. So we're going to start by reading our anchor text. First anchor text for today is taken from the book of um, um, Deuteronomy chapter six. So I'd like to open Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 4 Deuteronomy chapter 6 okay from verse 4 to 6 and the Bible says okay chapter 6 let me try to open it all right from verse 4 it says here O Israel the Lord our God the Lord is one it says you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Now, this is you, as you know, this generation, this set of people. You, you shall love the Lord your God. And says, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them. Hallelujah. So, like, you first, because if you don't know, 
you can't teach. There's a there's a there's there's an acronym, a Latin maxim, you know, in law that we say Nemo that word non habit. It just means that you cannot give what you don't have. So you first you must know, you must love, you must serve with all your heart toward your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Praise the Lord. And it says, and these words which I command you. Now not only must you know them and must you love them, you must also teach them to your children. It says, you shall teach diligently. Hallelujah. So we're already, you know, looking at both the why and the process. It says, you, why? Because God is telling you to do so. You know, why? And the process, you know, is not just, yeah, 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 anyhow, anyhow. You must diligently, faithfully, Pass it on. Teach them to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gate. Hallelujah. You know, this is a verse and scripture given to people, the people of Israel, given to us as well. This day, as children of God, you know, there's a need. I've had a quote that says that you, um, you measure success not by your own success, but by the success of those you have trained. So a man is really, really, you know, successful he can say oh i have achieved so so and so when you not only you know got you know got it but you are able to teach people who can multiply multiply it when you are no longer there who can multiply it and they don't even have to be your direct seed as in your children but it's not the joy not in the fact that you have children all over the world at his seed people who you can boast that oh this person was from my loins he learned these things hallelujah there's a need to be the godly generation there's a need to be the godly seed because one day when we go even when we're not presently physically there as in you're not in a place not that you're dead now not physically place somebody can say oh this is what this person would have said this is what XYZ would have said. This is what XYZ would have done in this situation. This is what so so and so would have done. They taught me these things. Gladly, I can tell you that people that train me today, I look back and say, oh, this person would have done so and so in this situation. Oh, this is what this person taught me. Because there was once a time that they taught me. If they had just kept the knowledge and kept all the wisdom to themselves, I wouldn't have probably known what I know today. Same thing with generation coming. If you have kept everything bottled up, every not sign me. Anybody should do what they like. Everybody should live their own lives. This mindset of people should live their own lives should stop. If you have an opportunity of teaching someone, make it a teaching platform. If you have an opportunity of sharing your knowledge, of sharing the wisdom that God has blessed you with, kindly 
share it to the next person available who you know that will be it will be useful for such a person and doesn't even matter what knowledge it could be on academics it could be in career path it could be on the word of god the most important thing is that you are building a generation you are building the next generation hallelujah so god is telling us that we should pass on the pattern he says put it in your heart you know when it's in your heart it is easier for you to pass it on if it's not in your heart you know, you may find it difficult because even you, you don't practice it. It's hard to teach what you don't practice. It's hard to teach theory. It's something you practice, something you know in your heart. You are able to put it out of the abundance of what's in the heart. The mouth speaks. So it's what is abundantly present in your heart that you let out by your actions, by your words. So if you have abundance of the word of God and the promises, the lifestyle, the nature, the fruit of the spirit inside of you, you let it out to the generation. And you don't even have to, you know, say it with words all the time. Sometimes and most of the time, actions speak louder than words. So when you act, they say, oh, the way this lady acts. You pick up one or two things. Like I said, I have teachers who didn't even have to say words to me. But just by the way they were acting, the way their response was to situations, the way they served God diligently, I just looked at their lives and I'm like, no, I must be like this person. I must do what this person is doing. I became motivated. I became encouraged to do what these people were doing because of the way they carried themselves, because of the way they lived their lives, because of the way they spoke. They were so eloquent. They were so mindful in their speech. They spoke gracefully. They acted gracefully. They practiced the lifestyle of Christ. I saw these things and I emulated them and I desired to have such grace. Praise the Lord. Passing the baton to the next generation. Now I told you that is there a reason why? Yes, the reason is because tomorrow when you are no longer there, when you are no longer present to tell this person, no, this is the way to do X, Y, Z. This is the way to do ABC. You're no longer there. The person already has an idea of the, the, you know, the pathways to take. There's a reason our parents train us because they will not always be here. But while they are here, any opportunity they have for a teaching moment, they make sure to pass an example. My mom always does that. Oh, if she sees any teaching moment, she enters and says, this is the way to do these things. You see, whenever you have a situation like this, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. It's very important because tomorrow you will be in need of such and you may not have them presently with you to explain those studies practically. So by that time, you already have an idea on how to go about these things. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we must make a decision, an important decision that I will 
be a source of inspiration for the younger ones. And the younger ones don't even have to be people that are age-wise younger than you. Just people that you have influence over. People who would listen to you or would look at your lifestyle and, you know, copy people who are bound to be in that space. You know, God places us at places that we will be of help to people. One way or the other, you are impacting and having influence over someone close or in your space. So that is what we call the next generation. The next generation, you know, it could be your children, it could be that niece or nephew, it could be that younger sibling, it could be that person next to you in your office that you that is looking up to you. It could just be anybody in your space that you have influence over that is able to look at you and copy and say emulate and get motivated by those are the people god has placed in your space for you to have impact in you know their lives praise the lord so like i said at those times we are presently not there those people will use your formula they'll say ah you know, this is her response to the way when even when she's angry, she doesn't overdo it. She just comes and she says, you know, she says and she says that she's very calm. She speaks so gracefully. She doesn't insult people. This is the way she acts. This is her response. The way she gives. She's a very cheerful giver. She's a fighter. She's this, she's that. Things that they can copy. Good virtue. That says whatsoever is of good virtue. Says think on these things. So God is even telling you know the people around you that they should copy good virtue. Praise the Lord. Whatsoever is pure, lovely. If there is any good reports, so the next generation will be thinking on the things that you do today. So I urge you, what are the things you are doing today? What are the things you are living for the next generation? Are they godly things? Are they things that God, when you get to heaven, you say congratulations? You taught them well. You handed over to faithful men godly things. You handed over to faithful men things that are worthy of emulation. You handed over to faithful men things worthy of being copied. Congratulations and well done, my son. Well done, my daughter. Are there things that God will tell you well done for? Now, process. Process, it is important to know that it is only God that can help you build the next godly seed. Now, I can't give you ABC on training the next generation or ABC on parenting or ABC on, you know, um, um, building a godly seed. I can only tell you categorically that there is a manual for life. And that manual covers both parenting, training of children, training of um, godly generation, any kind of training. And that's the Bible. And the word of God is spelt in the Bible. Only God can open your eyes train a godly seed to train the next generation god can give you blueprints everybody does not have to follow the same procedures but we have a common goal 
which is building a cool generation. So God can give you your own blueprint, or this is the way you I have given you. Allah, this is your own way to train your own. This is your own way. 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 It's still in line with his word. Still in line with the with 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 his promises, still in line with the results we get, still in line reading Godly seed. But God will say, this is what to do at this time. This is what to do. This is what to not do. This is what to not do. Hallelujah. The process is still going back to God, to ask God, God, I need you to open my eyes to help me. The strength I need, the perseverance, because you need perseverance. Sometimes people can be, you know, you know, not the way you expect. So you need perseverance, you need patience, you need strength, you need wisdom, you need these things that man that money cannot provide. Money cannot provide. The wisdom, the patience, the perseverance, these things, these qualities, you need them. So ask God, God, I need you at so and so point to provide these things for me. So I can be able to train. I can be a source of influence in my generation. People can look 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from now and say, in fact, 20 years even too far, even 2, 3, 4 years. I say, oh, it was what you did today that made me. How, how beautiful would that be for someone? You hear someone to say, oh, I heard you speak. I saw the way you acted. I saw the way you approached the things. I saw the way you talked. I saw the way you reacted. I saw your actions. And I changed. Hallelujah. I saw your response. I saw the way you carried yourself. How you graciously spoke. How your speech was seasoned with grace. I saw the way you, you gave cheerfully. I saw your act of service and your faithfulness. Ah, I saw how you were diligent. I saw how you worked hard. How you were, you know, prompt. How you were, you were um, diligent. I saw these qualities in you. And... It spoke to my life. How good, how gracious would it be to hear such things? Hallelujah. Building a godly generation. Joshua said, that's for me and my house. We have decided to serve. You can choose who you want to serve. Oh. So choose you this day who you want to serve. Joshua 24 verse 15. says, but me, oh, I and my house, we will serve the Lord. Make this choice today. Are you serving the Lord alone or you are carrying people along with you? Have you decided to be selfish in serving the Lord? Say, oh God, it's only me and me and me and me and me and me and me. Or are you bringing in people in your space? People that God has placed in your life to receive wisdom for you to hand over to faithful men as Timothy said. Are you doing these things? Carrying these people along. Remember, you cannot give what you don't have. So you have to have these things in your heart. Father, we pray to you today for enablement, for wisdom for strength 
to understand your word, understand our purpose and your plans for us in this world, in the space which you have placed us. Father, whether online, physically, the influence we are supposed to have in the lives of men enable us to understand the purpose of this and to know the processes, the procedures, the steps to take. Also empower us with the strength. We need the perseverance, the patience. We need the act of faithfulness, to be faithful in these things, to not do it half-half or anyhow, anyhow, but to be faithful in these things. So that tomorrow, when our names are called, they are called for good things. They are called for impacts. They are called and we will receive a well-done handshake from you in heaven. Thank you, precious Lord, our friend, our comforter, our teacher, our great master. We love you, Jesus. We will serve you forever. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is day five of your 12 days counting series into the new year. I will see you tomorrow. God bless you. My name still remains Ijema Okure, your very host. Goodbye.